Hey, my name is Justin Shank, and I was just on the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan. And let me tell you guys, this guy is an incredible host. I've been on over 150 podcasts. He asks the right questions that help you get the answers to create success in your life. So make sure you keep checking it out. Hit subscribe, follow along, and I feel grateful to be on the show. So I appreciate you guys, and we'll talk soon. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan. A podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of The Root of All Success, The Real Jason Duncan. The Real Jason Duncan. Welcome back to another episode. I am The Real Jason Duncan, and it is an honor to have you listening today because we're going to be talking about the five people that you need to have in your life. And my guest today is Justin Shank. He and I met, I'll talk about how we met at an event here in Nashville not too long ago, and his talk continues to resonate with me to this day. So we're going to be talking about that. But let me tell you a little bit about who he is. He's an entrepreneur. He's a speaker. He's a host of the top-rated podcast called Growth Now Movement. He has been named as a top eight podcaster by Inc. Magazine. He's been featured in Thrive Global and chosen as, quote, the icon of influence in the new media space. He is, his podcast, he's been doing it for seven years, which if you think about that in terms of podcasting age, this is, it's an old podcast. I mean, he's been around a long time. He's done hundreds and hundreds of episodes and it's getting played in over a hundred countries every single week. And it's gone on to help countless people um, build their brands. He also has a company called podbrand.io, which we're going to talk about at the end of the show, podbrand.io and what he does to help people like me and like you, if you're a podcaster, get your podcast heard by more people. So please help me welcome Justin Shank to the root of all success. Hey, Justin, welcome to the show, my man. Jason, I'm excited to be here, man. Uh, just super glad to call you a friend. Super glad we grabbed cigars. And now let's see where this conversation goes, man. Well, we met recently at an event we were both uh, on stage at here in Nashville. A uh, mutual friend of ours, Terry Weaver, puts on an event called The Thing. And uh, we both were there. And uh, I got to hear your cool story about what you do. And I have some specific questions I want to follow up that I didn't tell you I was going to ask. But I've got some specific questions I want to ask about that. And uh, you've obviously done really well. I mean, you've got a top-rated podcast. You're doing some pretty cool things. You run your own mastermind, your own coaching group. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be speaking to your group, right? As soon as we finish recording, we're going right into that thing. Um, it's cool to meet people from different parts of the world through podcasting and speaking. And this is just a, a fringe benefit of being an entrepreneur. So I love stuff like this. What about you? 
Yeah, dude. I think, you know, it's funny. I've been podcasting now for seven and a half years, which is really wild. Because if you go back seven years ago, uh, people will go, what's a podcast? And now fast forward to the day and they're like, oh, you've got a podcast too. And they roll their eyes, right? Like every, everybody's got them now. Um, but it's really been an incredible networking tool for me to meet some of the most incredible people, have some of the most incredible conversations, and, and more importantly, build really, really neat friendships that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Like I live in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Um, what we're known for is like the little monopoly board piece, the Reading, the Reading Railroad, which is, it's not Reading Railroad, it's Reading Railroad, which is where I live in Reading, Pennsylvania. And, you know, if I didn't have the podcast, I don't know where I'd be. So it was really a great gift and an honor for me to, to launch it seven and a half years ago. And I, I feel blessed to be able to have the friendships I have now because of the show. Yeah, well, that's that's the cool thing about a podcast. Even if nobody ever listened, <laughs> you still get to meet the people you interview and you are increasing your network exponentially as it goes along. Now, let's talk. Let me talk a little bit about your podcast, because as as we both know, people who listen to shows like to look for other cool shows to listen to. So this is your opportunity to plug your show. Tell everybody about what it is, what you talk about. Uh, I was recently a guest on your show. So tell people where they can go listen to it. Yeah, so the, the show is called The Growth Now Movement, and I sit down with entrepreneurs, forward thinkers, uh, celebrities, billionaires, whatever whatever list you think of a, of a podcast, they, they've been on my show. Uh, and we talk about life, overcoming adversity, how to build a business, how to live the best life, how to better your relationships, how to better your wealth, how to better your, your health, all those things. Um, and we really, I, I really enjoy diving deep with people and finding out their whys behind what they're doing. Um, because for me, when I started the podcast, I was in my rock bottom moment and I got lucky enough to have this vehicle where I could learn from individuals and got out of my rock bottom moment because of what I learned. And I hope to be able to kind of teach other people how to do those types of things. Um, so it's again, it's a passion project, but it also happened to become a business that has really spawned some great opportunities for me. So you, he said, folks, he interviews billionaires and he was talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> Future billionaires. That's what he meant to say. No, he's, he's interviewed it. some amazing people. He's got some pretty high level people that have been on the show and me. So just go check it out. The growth now movement. You can check this out on any of the podcast players. Uh, he does a great job of interviewing people, ask great, interesting questions, which is what a podcast really is about. When you're doing an interview podcast, it's as much about the questions as anything else. I was talking to a guy last night at the standard. I was there speaking at an event and there's another. I saw that dude. You, 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 that looks yeah, incredible. So, yeah, that it was, it was a it was a phenomenal event. But there was a guy there at the club who was asking me, just, hey man, how's your podcast going? And he's a member of the club, and I know him, but I don't know him well. And I said, oh, it's going great. You know, I, I'm cl I'm closing in on 200 episodes. It's going good. He goes, yeah. Somebody told me I need to get on your show. He knows another lady that was on my show. He goes, I'm just not that interesting. I said, you just haven't had the right questions asked. And he went, mm. that's that's good. I said, and that's what we do as podcasters. It's about asking the right questions. And every, everybody's story is interesting if you ask the right questions. So I have some questions that I hope are the right ones. You shared in your talk at The Thing Nashville, a, and I don't remember the number. I, I, I probably have the notes written down somewhere handy. I could probably reach out and grab, and I didn't. Uh, so that's my fault for not prepping. But you shared a certain number of types of people that you have to have in your life. You remember, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. So yeah, there were 100%. different types of people. And one of those types of people was a bruiser. And, and I don't honestly, that was the only one I remember. And really, frankly, this is kind of a rule that one of my mentors gave me a long time ago. He said, when you go to an event, don't try to take it all in. Just pick one thing. And just that's it. Just one. Whatever the one is, just well, you're from your talk. That was my one thing. I walked away going, who is the bruiser in my life? Who's the bruiser? Mm -hmm. 
So would you kind of give everybody an explanation of those types of people? And then I've got, you know, I, I'm most interested in that I, that concept of a bruiser. But go, go right ahead. If I, set, I set it up for you, so go for it. Yeah, so I, I want to go back first and talk about where this came from. So when I was 19, I heard that famous quote by Jim Rohn, right? You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And I thought immediately I had to get rid of all of my friends uh, and go find five millionaires so I can become a millionaire when I'm older, right? Like, that's what I thought that quote meant. Uh, and I quickly, quickly realized that it, that was BS. That's not that didn't pertain to me, what millionaires would hang out with a loser 19 year old. Uh, and so I kind of forgot that quote. And although it would pop up, I would constantly just push it back. Like that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. You know, it's that fairy tale, you know, floating in the sky type of quote that people are like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to go find five new people. Uh, and then I was able to go create success in my life. And I created a successful business and I had a successful relationship and a great podcast and all these things. And I finally decided to look back and go, well, who are these five people? Like, I, obviously, I hang out with people from all walks of life. I have best friends who make $30,000 a year, and I have friends who make $30 million a year. Uh, and it has nothing to do with, quote, unquote, success, what society says is success. And I was like, who, well, who are my five people? And I realized through life, as I was able to grow and overcome adversities and build businesses, I always had five roles that were filled in my life. Uh, and then obviously, they've evolved over time and changed and all those things. But I realized that these are the five people. Uh, and the first person was the cheerleader. So this is the person that when you get off a call with them, you feel like you can run through a brick wall. Like literally like you call them and go, I think I've got a million dollar idea. And their response is, no, Justin, that's a billion dollar idea because you're the one running it, right? Like that person who makes you feel like a superhero. The second person you mentioned is the bruiser. This is the person who kind of questions your thoughts, says, hey, is that the right way to go about that? Is that, are you looking at that the right way? Is that the right partner for you to, to move forward with? That person who pushes you to make you a little bit uncomfortable so they make sure you're going in the right direction. Just to clarify that, this is not an abuser. Like a lot of times people get into these roles and like, oh yeah, they're tough on me. Well, are they doing it from a place of love or are they doing it from a place where they're trying to hold you back? So that's the bruiser. The third person is your softy. This is the person who, that shoulder to cry on when things aren't going well, when things fall apart, like that person that helps you let it all out and then helps you get back up and move forward. Fourth person is a mentor. I look at mentor a little bit differently. I look at a mentor as somebody who has something innate about them that you want more of in your life. So like my mentor is a guy named Fabio Viviani. A lot of people may know him from the show Top Chef. I used to call it America's Top Chef. My wife yelled at me. She's like, it's not called that. Uh, he's from the show Top Chef. He's got restaurants all over the world. Uh, he, his business is about doing about $300, $400 million a year right now. I have no desire to be in the restaurant industry. I don't need to make $400 million a year, although that'd be fun. I don't need to, um, but he's a huge giver. And he's the person who would give you the shirt off his back, even though he has nothing to gain from it. And I want to be more of that person. So right now in my life, he's my mentor. And then the fifth person is a coach. I really believe, and I know you feel the same way, Jason, like I really believe at any given time you should be invested in your future. Um, and that could be a, a coach in business. It could be a relationship coach. It could be a spiritual coach. I've had them all. Um, but I believe at any given time, you should be invested in your future, whether it's one-on-one -on -one coaching, a mastermind, something to help push you forward. So those are the five people that I realized once I started to create success in my life, I've always had those five roles filled. Um, and the nice part is once you have those five people, your wins are greater because you get to celebrate with these people who, who helped you get there. Uh, and the second thing is if you do fall, if you do fail, if things don't go your way, it, you get up a lot quicker. Uh, and really it fast forwards your trajectory for success because you have these right people in place, almost like a tool belt, right? Like 
if I need my bruiser, if I'm, if I'm trying to, to really kind of plan through something, I call my bruiser. Hey, what are your thoughts? If I want to celebrate, I call my cheerleader. Yo, this just happened. Like, let's, che let's cheer, let's cheer together. Right. And so it, it really was a game changer. Once I became very, very intentional about these five people, it has fast forwarded my success. It has fast forwarded my friendships. Um, and I'm living the life because of these five people that I choose to have around me. You know, what's interesting about these, these five, and I certainly obviously remember that, that part of your talk, even though that wasn't the overall thing of your, your talk, that was a very good point for me. I was thinking about my wife as fulfilling uh, at times one of the first three roles, the cheerleader, the bruiser, and the softy. And I think as, you know, if we think about our spouses, they are at times our biggest cheerleader. They're also the softy that, you know, they're, they'll commiserate with us and they'll cry with us and they'll, you know, they'll do, but then they're also the bruiser. They're the ones that say, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So that's <laughs> what a good, healthy marital relationship is. But you, you want, you know, what I think you're saying is that it can't just be that one person who fulfills those three. You've got to have these people in your life. You've got to have the guy, the girl who will cheer for you, who will be, and, and you want lots of those people. Those make you feel good. The bruiser, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, you got to have that person to push back and then you've got to have the softy. But then those fourth and fifth categories, number four, the mentor, and then number five, the coach, um, again, could be at times the same person, but really needs to be separate people. Mentor, somebody you look to is a sage, wise advice, kind of helping you move along the way. And the coach typically is a formal relationship that you hire. You know, somebody's going to be a coach and you don't have to tell you where to go. But this thing about the bruiser was really interesting to me because I think all of us want to live, and I'm going to see, I'm going to ask you a question here. All of us want to live comfortably in a feedback loop. Um, we, we, I believe X and I want people around me to believe X as well. And so when I say X, they're like, yes. And then they say X and I say, yes. And then I, I say X and they, and it just, boop, boop, it's a feedback loop. Now, let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. Hey, I want to talk with you about one of my favorite tools as a salesperson and as an entrepreneur, and that tool is Dub. I want you to imagine for a minute getting an email from somebody, and instead of just being the plain old crappy text in an email, rather than just having a bunch of HTML where it's pictures and stuff, what if it was a video? And the video had a little GIF, and it was playing right there in the email as soon as you opened it, and it had your name. Like it said, hello, Jason, check this out. And then you clicked play and it played right there in your inbox in the window. And it was somebody trying to tell you how great you are, or how awesome they can help you, how good they can help you out. That is the power of video emails. I want you to try Dub out. I've been using it for years. I have closed countless millions of dollars in sales over the last six years or so using Dub, and you can do it too. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. That's D-U-B-B, therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. Dub will help you make an impact in your sales through video. It's going to help you with, they've even got a CRM built into it. You can build landing pages. You can do campaigns, even SMS campaigns. You can set up automations to manage workflows and maximize conversions. And like I said, they've got an existing software platform inside Dub 
to take your CRM to the next level. Try this out. Get a free special just by being a listener to the podcast. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. Get two weeks to try it for free and 50% off your first two months. That's therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. 40 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had your business in the yellow pages. You remember those things? <laughs> And 30 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a door-to-door salesman. 20 years ago, you weren't in business unless you had a website. And today, you're not in business unless you're doing social media content. Am I right? Social media content. Social media content in the form of like micro content, which is 30 to 60 second spots on Instagram Reels or TikTok or YouTube Shorts. That's the way business is done. As a matter of fact, that may be how you found out about this podcast or me as a business coach. This medium that we're using today to communicate what we do is vitally important. And just recording yourself isn't enough. You've got to do it right. And my friends over at Story do it right. And one of the problems with doing it wrong is that you sit around thinking, well, what the heck am I going to record? What am I going to say? How am I going to say it? Like, I don't know what to talk about. Well, Story takes all of that away from you. Stop wasting time trying to come up with content because Story will send you a video prompt on what to record. You can pick the categories you want to record in, whether it's real estate, entrepreneurship, finance, relationship, leadership, life insurance. It could be anything. Don't waste time on that. And by the way, if you're not confident in talking on video or if the video editing portion takes up way too much of your time, Story will edit the videos to perform well on social media. They add the subtitles, the pop-ups, the zoom cuts. They remove all the filler words like uh and um and uh. They remove the awkward pauses. And then they take that video and post it for you. They write the captions, they add the relevant hashtags, and they post it on the platforms that you care about the most. It's exactly what you need to be in business today and to be successful at it. So if you want to learn how to do social media the way the influencers do, you need to go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. And that story with two Y's. Why? Because they're awesome. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story. That's S-T-O-R-Y-Y for 10% off your first three months to try story out. You're going to thank me later. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. First of all, I will say that is a natural human phenomenon. There's nothing wrong with that. So for anybody that, that, that craps on that concept, look, we all do that. That's no problem. But what the bruiser does is it interrupts that and it makes us balanced and healthy. What is, when did you decide and discover that that person was necessary in your life in order to get you to success? Um, it, it happened almost by accident. So my bruiser, once I really found out who that person was, my bruisers stayed the same. It's a guy named Justin Cavanaugh. He's a top five speed and performance coach and consultant to massive businesses, but he's also an asshole for lack of a better term. Uh, he's willing <laughs> to call you out. He's willing to question. He's, he's willing to push your boundaries to make sure you become the person you need to become. Um, and I realized that they're essential because when my business was not doing well, when I first started, I would avoid conversations with him um, and nothing would change. And once I finally answered his phone calls, once I finally decided to intentionally get into his space and ask him questions, I started to create success. And you talk about, hey, you say X and everybody yells, yes, well, I was there, right? Like I wanted to be right. But the real question is, do you want to be right or do you want to reach your goals? Do you want to be right or you want to live the life that you 
are you're destined to live, right? And I realized in order to become comfortable in life, you first have to get uncomfortable. Uh, and so once I got uncomfortable and I could have those conversations where I was pushed back against and all these other things, and then all of a sudden life became easier. So I got uncomfortable in that small little moment, but life became easier because I was able to create success. I was able to create financial freedom. I was able to create great relationships because of those conversations. I am st I'm 38 years old now. I'll be 39 this weekend. Um, and I still get uncomfortable calling my bruiser from time to time, but I understand the necessity in order to pick up that phone and have that conversation. Um, and he's willing to constantly push uh, as, as, as best he can. Right. I just spoke at his event a couple weeks ago. Uh, and he's like, Hey, I want you to talk about podcasting and, and only for close friends or podcasting events. will I actually talk about podcasting on a stage. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. No problem. 20 minutes before I went on stage, I turned the corner. I was about to walk into the big room and he looks at me and he goes, Oh, I know what I want you to talk about now. And he completely changed my keynote that I had planned for weeks leading up to it 20 minutes before I got on stage, but he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose because I was the closing keynote and he wanted me to prove to myself that I could be a closing keynote at every single event that I'm at. That's what a bruiser does. They make you uncomfortable in order for you to grow into the person you're meant to be. So what is the difference between you? You said he was an asshole and, and of course, you know, him, I don't. So your classification means more than what my, my perception might be, but what's the difference between someone who's just a negative Nelly who's always looking at the negative side of things, who's a pessimist, who can't see the positivity, and who's maybe just a gruff asshole. What's the difference between that person and a bruiser? Yeah, I think it's what's their intention behind their actions, right? Like the intention mm. behind my friend Justin, who pushes me in those ways, is to make me better. There are plenty of people in our life, and especially as you ascend up a ladder, you create success in your life, you find them more and more. People who want to hold you back. Uh, people who you know, will be a jerk. So you, they, you cuddle up or you curl up in the corner and kind of hide from the potential success that you want. Um, and I think the key is it's, it's all about intention. Uh, and sometimes we make mistakes and we surround ourselves with the wrong people, but we have to very clearly define what's this person's intention when it comes to, to them pushing me or questioning me or making sure I'm headed in the right direction. Um, and I think a good marker for that is somebody who like my bruiser will always be somebody, number one, who's created success in their life, however you define success, because that's different for everybody. The second piece is somebody who has helped other people in the process, right? You find the bruiser a lot of time falls under that coach role as well. Uh, but I think the best I think the best coaches are bruisers um, because they have the best intention in mind. And so it's always about where are they now in life? Have they helped other people? And what's their intention with even being in your space or even saying the things they want to say? Well, that, I think intention is probably the secret sauce to all of these, isn't it? I mean, you, you look at, is the cheerleader just there because they're trying to flatter you and get all up in your rear end to, to kind of, you know, brown nosing as they used to call it, you know, and, and is their intention that, or is their intention, they really love you and are cheering you on. My parents are my biggest cheerleaders. I mean, I can do no wrong. It doesn't, doesn't matter what I do. And obviously I am wrong from time to time and I do dumb stuff. But in their eyes, like it doesn't matter. And they'll say great cheerleading things. But if I pull it back a little bit, I have I have, I have a client in particular I'm thinking of. I'm not going to say his name, but I've got a client in particular who's always good about sending me encouraging notes from time to time. Not every week, not even every two weeks, but every once in a while, there'll be a voice note or a text message say, hey, I just want to say how much I appreciate what you're doing. And you did a great job at X, Y, or Z. And he'll say it. And that's that, that intention behind it. There's no, he's not trying to get anything. 
Uh, and then with the bruiser, I actually am thinking about, I was, I was in a mastermind session, just uh, leading one with my mastermind just last weekend. And, and the person who, who's one of my bruisers in my life was, is a client of mine and he has good intention, but he'll push back and go, well, like, why did you do that? Or he'll say, well, that wasn't right. You should have done this. So I, I appreciate that again, intention. And then if you look at the softy, again, it's, it's about intention. But let's pull it into those last two categories, if you don't mind. I want to talk about this this mentor and a coach. You already mentioned your mentor, um, and you use the phrase right now. And I think all of these people come and go out of our life. But as listeners listening to this, can you tell us how to find and identify that mentor? Because it's it's probably not just going to pop up out of nowhere. It's going to be a process of identification. How did how did you find yours and then how would we find ours? Yeah, it's a really good question. So um, my, my story of finding Fabio is interesting. I went to an event years ago where in Ohio where they had all these great speakers and one of the speakers was Fabio. Now, I didn't watch reality TV. I didn't know who he was, but I was like, who the hell cares about a chef? Like that was literally my thought process. And he <laughs> spoke on a stage and I turned to my friend after his keynote, my friend who came to the event with me and I go, I need to be friends with that guy. Uh, fast forward a year and a half later, he came on the podcast and I was able to build a friendship with him and we we helped each other in a couple of things that we were working on. Um, and that's how I found mine. I get that not everybody's got a podcast where you can get these huge names on your show and, you know, all these people that are are creating success. So going back to, and I think we'll create a theme here, right, is intention. The first step is we have to understand that these five people are important in our life and we should go out and seek them. Our intention then is when we go into a room filled with great people, whether that's in a mastermind, whether that's an event, whether that's a networking opportunity in our hometown, there are people there that are generating the success of the buzz that we want in our life. Um, and so I would say just be really aware and open. It doesn't mean you have to go out and find that person today, but make sure your intention in life is to get into rooms where these people can potentially be. And then you begin to build that friendship. Here's how you build the friendship. Because when we talk about mentor versus a coach, a coach just says, hey, give me your money and then I can coach you. Where a mentor, you have to build a relationship. And so I always have a give first mentality in everything that I do. I end every conversation with, hey, let me know how I can support you. And it comes from a place of actually, I want to support you and I don't need anything in return. I think that's the greatest way to build strong relationships is to say, hey, how can I support you and be well-intentioned with that? Uh, and then go ahead and find find a way to, to support them, right? And then that begins a friendship. With Fabio, he was working on an app at the time. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. It's an app called Doppel. Um, and it was really like a thought leader app. It was interesting. It didn't work out. Uh, he's like, hey, I need some introductions. I was like, done. And I introduced him to a bunch of people that were on my network. And then that's how we began our friendship. Because he's like, hey, this is a guy who is willing to help without needing anything in return. And so therefore I want him in my space. And so I've been able to go to a number of his restaurant openings and he's become a dear friend and somebody I can reach out to and ask questions and just somebody I really look up to. So again, I think once you identify, hey, I need these five people, then you have to go out and seek them. Fabio does not know he's my mentor. My cheerleader knows he's my cheerleader only because I was speaking at an event about these five people and he was in the back of the room. And literally when I was like, oh, you need a cheerleader in your life. He goes, yes, that's so good from the back of the room. And I go, guys, if you haven't figured it out, that's my cheerleader. Uh, and so he knows. But I don't walk up to these people and say, hey, I want to let you know that you're my bruiser. Yeah. Right? Like I don't, I don't ever purposely do that. But it's just, again, it's, it's a tool belt for me. It's like I know who these people are. I know how to, A, build a relationship with them. And B, I know how to say, hey, I need your help with this. And here's the moment that I need your help with in that, in that sense, right? So it's not really like this, hey, we need a 
symbiotic relationship where like you need to know that you're my mentor and I'm going to I'm going to treat you as such. It's about building the relationship and saying, wow, you actually fill this role for me and I'm going to utilize that in order to create my more success for myself so I can then in turn help more people. Does that make sense? It 100 percent. And really, your intention leads to their intention. I think this is an interesting thing about intention is that intention really can become a reflection um, of what goes on. So if you have bad intentions, then the people you're going to end up being with are going to have bad intentions. It's going to be a cycle. It'll be a feedback loop, kind of like we talked about earlier. But if you have good intention and you surround yourself with those people, they're going to have good intentions as well. Um, the bigger picture behind all of this, which I think is kind of intention, of course, is the theme we're talking about, is this concept that you was a throwaway comment at the beginning. I think you said Jim, Jim Rohn was the first person you heard say that you are the average of the five people that you hang out with the most or you spend the most time with. This really is the, the crux of this whole thing. Now, you took it an extra step and identified the types of people you wanted in your life, which I think is genius. And, and, and again, just I don't think there's been a week that's gone by since you said that that I haven't thought about specifically the bruiser position because I don't want that person in my life. I don't I don't necessarily desire that because it it's called the bruiser because it hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It hurts a little bit, but it but it's it hurts good in a good way. But I think let's 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 dig in a little bit. Why is it true that we are the average of the five people that we spend the most time with? And and it and first why is it true? And then why is it important that we pay attention to this? Yeah, so Really good question. And I'm certainly not an expert in the the quote of Jim Rohn, um, but it's one of the most famous quotes of all time because it's true. And so I think the reason it's true is because when you surround yourself with people who are and let's let's take, you know, business as an example, right, who are creating success as entrepreneurs in their business because of the actions they take. When you spend time with them more often, you're going to see their actions. You're going to learn from them. You're going to want to be pushing yourself to level up into their world. Um, and it's really about what you see is what you receive, right? Like overweight families tend to have overweight children because their parents teach them how to eat. But if they spent time with healthier people, spent time with people who worked out, spent time with people who chose the apple over the donut, they're going to be more fit because they're like, um, I don't want to be the one person eating the donut in this room filled with people with six packs. Right. Um, and so I think more than anything, it's just the, the power of those individuals and their actions push you to be better. Because you don't want to be left behind. Nobody wants to be left behind. And I think that's really kind of the, the science behind it. Um, now, look, if you're somebody who is listening to this, and obviously you wouldn't be listening to this if you were this type of person, but if you're happy with the way that your life is, good for you. Like, I'm not telling you that you need to live your life a certain way, but I can guarantee you that if you want to live a more fruitful life, you have to change the people you're spending your time with. Because that is the guarantee to move you forward is if people are taking action around you, you're going to take action. People are being lazy around you, you're going to be lazy. That's just the that's the the power of people. Right. Um, And then the subconscious of like, I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be the only person not, you know, not creating the success. Um, You know, uh, for instance, you took me to the standard. Now I'm like, well, how can I afford the standard? How can I, how can I, how can I get that membership tomorrow? Right. And so it's just, it pushes you to, to strive and be better. So there's a proverb that says bad company corrupts good morals. Mm. And this, this idea is from, from, from biblical wisdom is that, Hey, if you hang out with, you can have good morals and good ideas and good intentions. Um, but 
if you hang out with bad company, it will corrupt those good morals. Uh, the, the one bad apple ruins a whole bunch. We've heard this before, but that actually comes from a, a, a farmer truth. You know, if you take a bad apple, put it in a little bunch of good apples, it'll ruin, it'll ruin them all. So the negative is hundred percent. I think, I think we all see that negatively. And I think your example of the overweight parents and the overweight kids, hundred percent. I mean, you just go walk through the grocery store this afternoon. You can prove that to be true. But if the negative is true, the positive is true. Like if you've got a good company, it will improve your life. And that's why I just, I thought that what you, I, I believe the five, the five people thing. I believe the quote, Jim Rohn. If, I don't even know if it was his quote, or I know he said it, but wherever that came from, I a hundred percent believe it. But the way you identified those five people, I thought was genius. So good on you for doing that. I appreciate it. So let me ask you some success questions. This is the root of all success after all. So if you think about all the success that you've created, I mean, you got a top, you're a very successful entrepreneur. You got a top rated podcast. You're, you're speaking at great events. You're doing good things. If you had to narrow everything you've been able to do in your life that has led you to become successful, to be, to experience the success you've had, what would you say is the one key to your success? Not allowing my failures to define me. Um, and what I mean by that is for a long time in my life, the way that I was raised, and we didn't really get into it during this conversation, but you know, my mom battled opioids for 20 years. My dad was in jail. I was a terrible student at a 1.7 GPA in high school at one point, like just, just all signs pointed to you've got no hope. And for the long time, for a long time, I allowed my past to define who I was. It allowed me to make bad choices. It allowed me to just be okay with mediocrity. Um, and when I saw that there was a hope for more, when I saw there was an opportunity for me to create my success, I decided no more, right? I hit my rock bottom moment. And from my rock bottom moment on, I said, I will no longer allow my past to define who I become. It doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to hit a rocky road. What it means is I'm not going to allow those things to define who I've become. And so I think for me, when I decided that no, no longer am I my past, I'm only who I am today and the future I create for myself tomorrow, that was the catalyst for the success I created because I no longer told myself the sob story. I was no longer the victim. Uh, I decided to go on and try and become the victor. Uh, and that's, that changed the game for me. I love that, man. So how do you define success? What's your definition of that word? Yeah, I think it's, it's not necessarily mine, but I'm sure I've heard it so many times. And I'm like, this is exactly what I believe success is, but it's to do what I want, uh, what I want, when I want with whom I want. Uh, which means to me, it means I've created enough financial flexibility that I can go do fun things. Um, and I don't have to constantly uh, tied to my desk working 24 seven um, because work to me is still a bad word. Uh, and then going forward, it's to do it with whom I want, which means the people that I love, love me in return. Uh, and for me, that is, that is success through and through. You can, you can strip away the ink magazine and the speaking on the stages and all those things. But as long as I have the people and I get to enjoy their time, my time with them, I'm successful no matter what. So by your definition, you get to do what I want with whom I want, when I want, where I want all that. Do you consider yourself to be successful? Yeah, I do. I do, man. I wake up every morning and my heart is full. And uh, I think that's just a beautiful thing. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm, totally satisfied with where I am? No, of course not. But I think that's the entrepreneurial spirit in all of us, right? Like you're always striving to do more. I know that if I have more, I can give more. 
Uh, and so I'm always striving to, to do more and give more. Um, but I am successful and I love the life that I've created for myself. So what do you, um, like, if you think about the things that you would tell other people, so other entrepreneurs, this show is audience is made up mostly of entrepreneurs, aspiring business owners, business owners, et cetera. If you could give one piece of advice to these people, one piece of action, like do this, don't do this, whatever it happens to be, what, what's that one thing that Justin Shank would say? So I'm going to give advice to the people listening that my mom gave me before she passed away. Um, my mom ended up losing her 20 year battle to opioids six months before I launched my podcast. I launched the, I, the idea behind my podcast originally was I wanted to interview entrepreneurs so I could figure out how to be a better entrepreneur because I had three failed businesses at the time. Uh, and I remember calling my mom after one of the businesses failed and I was like, we got to shut the doors. We've lost all our money, blah, blah, blah. I won't go into details uh, just for the sake of time, but we lost all our money. And I called her, I go, we got to shut the doors. And she's like, Justin, you've already done more than most people. So keep your head up and keep moving forward. And I think the reality is we allow so many people allow their failures to define who they've become instead of just keeping their head up and they keep moving forward, right? You're headed in the right direction already. Uh, and so, you know, the words from the, the late, great Lynn Wilcox Shank, keep your head up and keep moving forward. Um, it allowed me to pick my head up and realize that I've done some cool things already and I'm headed in the right direction. And so I think that's a beautiful way to leave it. Man, that's good. That's good advice. I, um, you know, you could take, there have been psychological studies on twins who grew up in the same house, same experience. And then one twin ends up being terribly successful, wonderfully, you know, wonderful life. Things are going well. The other one is, is an alcoholic, drug addict, unemployed, whatever. And they, they're both asked, well, why did you, why did you become successful? And they said, because my dad was abusive and, you know, we didn't have anything. So it motivated me to do better. And you ask the drunk, the alcoholic, the, the drug addict, the homeless guy who's grew up in the same house, why'd you become this way? Well, because we didn't have anything, you know, and this, this is just my life. So it really is a matter of perspective. Are you going to use it to motivate you or are you going to use it to give you an excuse? And uh, so I'm sorry you lost your mom, but I'm really glad that she gave you that, that piece of wisdom because she's your cheerleader. <laughs> she's that one saying, hey, you've done more than most, man. Just don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Well, Justin, man, it's been, a, it's been a great pleasure having you on the show. And I want everybody to really seriously consider what we're talking about today is that you are the average of these five people that you're hanging out with. So look around, look around the room. I mean, well, how much money are you making annually? How, how much free time do you have? How many vacations do you go on? What kind of car do you drive? What kind of house do you live in? And don't give me this crap that you don't care about any of that stuff. You care to some degree, people more than others, you care about that stuff. So if you're not living the place you want, driving the thing you want, making the money you want, making the impact you want, it's probably related to the people that you're hanging out with. So go hang out with different people. You don't have to quit your friends, although sometimes that might be healthy. <laughs> you could probably tell us about times you could you could advise people say, dude, drop that person out of your life. But uh, <laughs> Justin's got some great wisdom here. Go Go check him out. Uh, his website is podbrand.io, which I'm going to give him a chance to talk a little bit about that company as we close out today. But go follow him on Instagram at Justin T. Shank, and that's S-C-H-E-N-C-K, S-C-H-E-N-C-K, Justin T. Shank at, on Instagram and on Facebook. Go follow this guy. Give him a follow. Let him know that you heard him on The Root of All Success and uh, reach out to him. Talk to him. This guy's got some good stuff going. He's got his own mastermind group, et cetera. So Go do that. So tell us as we finish up, what does Podbrand.io do and how would people um, know more about that? 
Yeah, man. So I realized that podcasting was a great vehicle for me to be surrounded with incredible people. It changed my life. It built multiple businesses for me. Um, and then I also realized the sad fact of podcasting that 80% of shows do less than 100 downloads per episode. My story and my message that I've shared on my podcast has saved lives. Literally, people have reached out to me and said, hey, because of your show, I decided not to take my life. And I realized that every single person has an important message that needs to be heard. And although that statistic has always been the same in podcasting, 80% of shows do less than 100 downloads an episode, doesn't mean your message isn't important. So Podbrand, what we do is we create social media friendly, algorithm friendly content, reels, YouTube shorts, all that stuff directly from podcasters and their show. Um, so they can actually take their message and have it be heard. And it's all about being impact driven. We've made it affordable for people. Uh, and so if you're a podcaster, who you feel like you're not having that reach, check out podbrand.io, the website. You can sign up there. You can actually schedule a call with, uh, with somebody on the sales team uh, and have that conversation with them about, hey, I'm trying to reach more people. How can you guys help me and uh, let us help you out there? But it's been a passion project, which turned into a great business, which uh, I think for me, I always say, hey, is this in line with my purpose? And is it going to be fun? Uh, and if the answer to both of those are yes, I give it a whirl. And Podbrand is changing lives and I love seeing it. Well, congratulations, Justin, on all your success. Um, I know you're going to continue to be successful. You're still a young guy. You've got lots of gas in the tank, a lot of things ahead of you. And I appreciate your perspective. And um, I, I will, for the rest of my life, remember uh, at least the one category of bruiser, if not any of the rest, for the rest of my life because of uh, our interaction. So thank you for that, man. So thanks for being on the show. And I'll see you again soon. Thanks, brother. This is great. Well, there you have it. Um, this is an interesting perspective, isn't it? I mean, the five people that you need to have in your life, he labeled them as the cheerleader, the bruiser, the softy, the mentor, the coach. Now, I'm not going to reiterate everything we talked about on the show, but I do want to say this. You are indeed the five people, the average of the five people that you hang out with the most. I mean, you can think about it in terms of annual income. You could think about it in terms of access to capital. You could think about it in terms of access to opportunities. You can think about it in terms of just hygiene. I mean, you're going to be the average of those five people. So who are you hanging out? Where are you purposefully putting yourself? That may require moving. It may require moving to a different address, moving to a different zip code, moving to a different state. It may require joining a club, joining a network, putting yourself in those positions where you start getting into the circles that you want to be in. One of my mentors told me a long time ago, hey, man, if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong rooms. I don't know. I think he made that quote up. I think that was somebody a long time ago who said that. But it's so true. If you're the top of those five people, you've maxed out. You've maxed out. I mean, you're you're an awesome person. You listen to the show. You're awesome. But if you're the smartest person in your friend group and the people that you hang out with, you, it's time to find new friends. It's time to get out there. And when my mentor told me that several years ago, it flipped my life upside down because in many places I was, it, I thought I was the <laughs> I thought I was the smartest guy in the room. I was successful. I was running a business. I had good things going on in life, good marriage, etc. But I wasn't hanging out with anybody who were above me in those areas in a way that was significant. So I started purposely putting myself in rooms where I was maybe at the bottom half of those five people and they started dragging me upwards, pulling me up to where they are. And I want to encourage you to think about who you need to add in your life. Who do you need to pull in? Is it the cheerleader, the bruiser, the softy, the mentor, the coach? 
And by the way, if you need a coach, there's people out there like me, like Justin, who provide those services and you can invest time. And that's our job with that investment is to pull you up to a different level. If that's something you're interested in talking about with, with Justin, just reach out to him. Like I said, is Instagram or Facebook, Justin T. Shank. Or you can reach out to me if you're interested in applying for one of the few positions I have left available for my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients in my Exeter program for the year. You can go to therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching, read all about it, and schedule a free call with me. Please make sure you tune in again next week when we talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success and their insights into things like what we just talked about today. It's an honor that you listen to this show. And it would be an even bigger honor if you'd take a moment to go and hit the subscribe button and whatever player you're listening to, YouTube or one of the podcast players. And it would be even bigger honor if you would take a moment to go and leave a comment and a review of this show. And why? Well, because it's not only makes me feel good, but it also makes the algorithm on the podcast players realize that you like it and pushes it to more people, which in turn gives more people the opportunity to hear some life-changing advice and information from the guests on the root of all success. Please tune in next time. Until then, I am the real Jason Duncan, and Jesus is king. Attention business owners. Attention business owners. Feeling burnout from running your business? Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.